Need a quick hit of Marketing Smarts inspiration? Here it is. We have lifted portions of our Marketing Smarts episodes for those of you who need a quick jolt of marketing savviness right now. Refer to the description for how to find a longer form version. And with that, here it is. As a leader, your image and reputation are paramount in order to command the respect you need to influence up, down, and sideways. But certain personal brand characteristics can result in behaviors and actions that can actually undermine and sabotage your personal brand. And note that characteristics make us who we are cannot be changed. We've talked about this on other personal branding episodes. And we've also said that they are also neither good nor bad. They just are who you are. But the way that they present themselves in certain situations can lead to behaviors and actions that can either work to benefit or against your ability to sell your brand, which in this case is you. And this is equally true for males and females, but there are certain personal brand characteristics that show up more consistently in females that can lead to significant challenges as they strive to become strong female leaders. Yes. So we're going to highlight four that we see most often as well as what we are calling counter-triggers, and that's the term that we at Forthright People use, for addressing tendencies that may not move you towards your goals. So they're simple actions you can take to counter your natural tendencies that happen when your characteristics, which we've said you cannot change, are triggered in a way that doesn't move you toward your goals. And a disclaimer... Anne and I, as you know, are not trained medical professionals, so we're not Mm -hmm. giving you that kind of advice here, but we have that 35 years of collective combined experience, so we're speaking from our insider perspective and that experience. Yes. So let's jump into personal branding characteristics that hold back female leaders. All right. The first one is caregiver. Now, there's a general expectation on females and actually still by females, and sometimes we can be our our own worst enemy, to nurture and care for all of those around us, right? It's just one of those traditional female characteristics that we haven't quite evolved from yet, despite the fact that us as a society is becoming more progressive and share responsibility, which we do believe is true. But this shows up in two ways for aspiring female leaders, this this caregiver characteristic. One is those who really exhibit this caregiver characteristic tend to like avoid conflict, right? They just don't like conflict. Or on the other side of the coin, they need to make sure everybody is happy or that they're people pleasers in general. And the thing that they miss here is that respectful conflict is actually really, really good. You need that on your team in order to get that thought diversity and to be able to be breaking through that paralyzing politeness that we talk about. So you can get to the best ideas, the best solutions, and get to those the most quickly. But many tend to resort to artificial means of forcing harmony, like what me and April like just choke on, which is the forced (laughs) fun. Like we just can't stand that. But that tends to be the, the, the tendency that a lot of female aspiring leaders do when they just don't feel comfortable when there's like conflict or there's there's dissension. Right. The other way that this shows up is an inability to say no. And this is all about putting people's objectives and goals ahead of your own because they need you. (laughs) There's that feeling that caregiver loves to feel needed. And whether it's at work with your boss or a coworker or a member of your team or a client or at home with your friends, family, other parents, school organizations, you name it, it all kind of comes into play here. And the feeling that we get from that is guilt, right? Guilt plays very, very strongly here and females seem to be the most susceptible to it. 
And then what happens is that you tend to overextend your time and energy and you spend yourself really, really, really thin, okay? Now, for a female leader, too, this is further exacerbated by the weight of trailblazing. And it is just so, so true. And we need to recognize that that can be very emotionally and physically exhausting to continue to raise up and then continue to raise everybody up underneath you. So we totally recognize that. And that is really starts to build that caregiver feelings of, of being spread very thin and being emotionally and physically exhausted. So the counter trigger here is that we really, really believe that you need to become and practice being a vigilant leader. And we have a podcast on this, and we really, really want you to listen to this and and, and really go to the worksheets because it's actually going to help you with all the four characteristics we're going to talk about today. And what it really is going to do is going to help you balance your time and energy by helping you empower your team to be more autonomous. And this is going to work and really, really help because sometimes, you know, the caregiver attitude also leads you to be a micromanager. <laughs> it's like overcaring, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's overcoddling. And you don't want to do that too. So also listen to the episodes we uh, call Four Elements of a Strong Workplace Culture and Four Ways to Create a Highly Functional Corporate Agency Team. This helps you actually establish a framework for facilitating that respectful debate as well. So you get this full picture of vigilant leadership. And we just did a lot of plugs there for ourselves. But I think the point we're making here and the density of this episode is to do a few things. One, it is to draw attention to those personalities that just inherently are, again, who people are, but how to channel them in an appropriate way to really be strong leaders at work and in life and all those things that Anne just talked about, but then also other resources for things that can help you manage those tendencies Mm -hmm. when they come up. Because in this one specifically, right, we tend to spread ourselves too thin and then don't have the tools to get back out of that or to even fully understand areas where we could back out. And so Mm -hmm. I think the point here of us referring you to other tools is this is a dense episode, It requires a lot of work on the part of those willing to really do it, but we do have the resources to help. Still need help in growing your marketing smarts? Contact us through our website, forthright-people.com. We can help you become a savvier marketer through coaching or training you and your team or doing the work on your behalf. Please also help us grow the podcast by rating and reviewing on your player of choice and sharing with at least one person. Now, go show off your marketing smarts.